today is November 18th. We have the For the Culture podcast. I got two special, wonderful guests, Ambrosia and H-Dub. Today we'll be discussing relationships. I am passing the moderator duties over to Ambrosia and the ladies will give a little background about themselves and we'll get into the conversation. What's up, Ambrosia and H-Dub? What's going on with y'all? Hey, hey, what up, hey though? there? What up, though? How y'all doing? So, not too much, not too much going on. Nothing is going on. No, in this quarantine, shut, shut in. Oh man, tell yeah. me about it. Everybody hanging tight, staying healthy. Oh yeah, absolutely. And coming up with new things to do now that we have all this extra time. Yeah. I agree. So tell a little about yourselves. Not too much, but a little bit. Okay. Right, not too much. So my name is Ambrosia, and I live in Michigan, and I do business consulting, and I also have a online boutique. I am single, and I am in my mid-30s. No children, just pets. <laughs> Wonderful pets. And H-Dub? Yeah. Okay. So I'm H-Dub. I also live in Michigan. I am also single in my mid-30s. No kids. I have a pet turtle named Donatello. Donatello. Shout out to Donatello. um, Thank you. Yes. Shout out my Donatello. He's a star. He is. Look at him. He don't even know it. Um, I'm a Leo. I like long walks on the beach. I like the beach. I like the beach a lot. Beach is better. Um, the beach is amazing. It's first of all, our temperature here in Michigan. Let me tell you, let me pull out my phone. It is currently 39 degrees. Okay. I would love to be on the beach right now, somewhere where it's warm. Uh, so really want to live somewhere where it's always warm. Yes. I would. I feel like I'm made for warm weather. Like, this cold stuff is depressing for me. Very. Mm. It's 35 here in New York, if y'all wanted to know. It's 35. 35. 35. 35. But you might as well New York, though. New York is just awesome. New York is awesome. I feel like I would do cold weather for New York. Otherwise, I feel like you're a traitor. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you I mean, know. I don't call it trading. I mean, I mean, we all outgrow things. I feel like I'm just outgrowing the cold. Uh, you know, but you wait, I but you either though. I didn't grow up in the cold in the cold weather. Where you grow up at? So my dad was in the military. We moved a lot, but we lived in a lot of warm climate places. Wow. Uh. See, I was going to say I came from, you know, I was in Georgia residing for the last mm, seven years. So um, this is different, but I'm used to it because I just tap back into my Detroiter zone. I'm good. But, you know, I really appreciate the Georgia weather. (laughs) The winters are like the falls are great, you know, about to about Thanksgiving and then. January, February, it's it's it get a little cold. It get definitely cold, but shorter mm-hmm. winter, much longer summers. But uh, but it hasn't been that cold lately. 
It hasn't, and you're absolutely right. We've actually had a pretty decent winter, but I just know what's coming. Mm. Don't speak that into existence. That's true. I shouldn't, but Let's be positive. Ooh. Okay, okay, you're right. I'll be positive. Yeah, we gotta stay positive. As of now, we we haven't had snow. We haven't had anything crazy. So, yeah. Not, as I knock on. Well, this wood. year has been rough enough. Yeah. It has. How you guys maintaining, staying afloat, and keeping your mind positive, and keeping yourself uh, in good mental health and physical health as well? Oh, that's quite the task there. Um, so <laughs> I feel like for me, so I'm working from home. I'm self-employed also, so I was already working from home a mm-hmm. lot. Um, so it's kind of like everything is in my space. It's like, this is my workspace, my living space, my everything space. So I'm, I try to like separate out time during the day where like, I know I'm gonna be in the office working on this time, you know, or I'm gonna take a break and come in my bedroom and like just chill and watch some TV on the break and not think about work stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be doing yoga daily. I have tremendously slacked on that. But that being said, <laughs> I'm going to get back on it tonight. When we hang up, I'm going to do some yoga for bed. Yeah, I'm going to try to go to the gym at 7 in the morning. It's probably going to be like 30 degrees outside. I may take an Uber Uber for uh, maybe, what, a quarter of a mile drive. (laughs) But at least least I'm at the gym. Ah, We'll see. We'll see. You better get out there and walk to that gym. I'm going to try. We see. I'm going to toughen yeah. up. I'm going to put my big boy pants on. That's right. Let's walk up out here. Well, go ahead, so, moderator. You take over. Your show. So, okay. So, during this quarantine time, um, you know, it's a great time to reflect and think about a lot of different things. You know, when we are, you know, visiting with friends safely, socially distancing, and wearing masks, you know, we have conversations about different things, and um, a lot of things came up. And some of my friends that are married and in relationships, and these are friends of both sexes, we started talking about, um, you know, their partners or their spouses. And one of the topics that seemed to be most important to them was, you know, things that their partners took issue with. and. Some of those things were um, friends of the opposite sex or insecurity on their partners, you know, with their partners, them being insecure with themselves. And so I started thinking, and so, for example, let's say there is a husband and wife and she is insecure for no good reason, you know, that that, that he understands. Um, there's no there's never been infidelity in the marriage or anything like that. But she's insecure. And she, you know, um, is always accusing him of cheating and things that he's never done. But she was in a prior relationship and, you know, she had been cheated on. So um, as a result, you know, she wants to go through his phone all the time and just kind of what he feels is invade his somewhat privacy. He, he lets her, there's nothing to hide. But I started thinking about that. And so it's like, okay, on one hand, are we enabling her 
insecurities? Or is that just what you do as a good spouse? But on the other end, is it, okay, no, maybe she should seek some type of, you know, help or counseling for whatever, you know, whatever's triggering this inside of her. So I started wondering, sometimes when we're, you know, in relationships and we are not necessarily being ourselves, I'm not talking about compromising, but not necessarily being ourselves, are we actually enabling their insecurities and feeding a monster, or are we being a good partner or spouse? So I wanted to open that up to see what you guys thought about that. H-Dub, on you. Ooh, that's a lot. Um, Okay, trying to take it all in. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe in his mind, he's just like, let me go ahead and do this because it'll prevent an argument maybe. Maybe he's just like, I don't wanna have to go through an argument or whatever else that would lead to. So he's like, I don't have anything to hide, here you go. But, I mean, if she has no good reason to be insecure in regards to him, maybe in past relationships or whatever, then that's something that she, I would think, needs to work on. Um, because if he's a good man, at some point he's going to get fed up with all that, you know, and he's not going to even want to deal with her. So I would say, like, it is to some degree, like, feeding her her um, insecurity, like she does need to address it. So whether it's through therapy or however she chooses to address it, I think therapy is probably the best way, but that's probably something she needs to do um, because I feel like it can only get worse because like right now it's like, follow me up to your phone. And then next it's going to be like, <laughs> I saw, let me see how many miles on your car before you go to work. Let me see how many right. miles on your car when you get home. <laughs> Where'd you stop at? <laughs> right. You know, oh, you was at the grocery store? How long were you there? Because I didn't time right. the trip. You know what I mean? Right, because she's used to him allowing her to do these things, right? He allows her to go through right. his phone. She's going to be like, oh, well, you better allow me to check out the mileage on your car next. So right. I think she needs to address him. But I feel like he's probably just doing it to prevent an argument. Right. Hmm. Oh, man. I got two <laughs> thoughts on it. One. Come on, two thoughts. I um, <laughs> he that's on him. Like partly, he he is enabling her because you gotta you gotta put that down from day one before because you see these red flags prior. This just doesn't pop up, you know, and it just gets worse as you go through it. I've dated or had girlfriends where I know they went through bad relationships and they sometimes can't distinguish the relationship is in, a new, is in a new phase with someone else. So they take those past traumas and they attribute it to the new mate and not giving a clean slate. I think personally, he, he, he stuck with it because he knew what it was when he saw the red flags. He should have addressed that. That should have been an ultimatum for his marriage. Prior. And, uh, you know, you have to address those things. Well, now that he's in this place, 
he has to tell her we have to get counseling because this has to stop. Because you, your relationship with your partner is not, you don't own their space. Right. You know what I mean? They're not your property. You know, you got to learn each other. You need to learn. You got to know about yourself. If you know you can be a little bit of a jerk as a man, you know what I'm saying? You got to check yourself. You might say something jerkish to your wife and you'd be like, my bad. Let me go have a seat in the corner. You know, your wife, you know, she get moody a little bit from time to time. And she feel like she's acting a little bitchy. She got to come to you and be like, baby, I'm sorry. You know, I'll be acting bitchy sometimes. And I think those acknowledgements are very important that you understand your flaws as a human being and your strengths. And you're willing to listen to your partner to understand what might aggravate them, what they like. And going through a phone, I think, especially when he hasn't done anything wrong, I think that's, I think that's, she's out of line. And that could lead to a, a, a lot of problems, you know. And it, and it makes me think that she's doing something. Because why are you, what's, Interesting. What, what, are you, what are you up to that you feel like, you know, it's like a person, you know, full disclosure, you know, I had a relationship and it's not going well and you start stepping out on the person and, you know, and then you might lie and say, hey, I'm going to the, my boy's house, but really you're going to your girl's, you know, your other girl's house. And then she tell you she going to her girl house and you'd be like, are you really going to your girl house? <laughs> yeah. So, so, but... I think he needs to sit down and really just have a good conversation with her and say, look, baby, I love you, but this has to stop. You know, I don't mind. Look, me personally, I'm in, my wife. I don't care if she goes through my phone. I'll give her my passcode. I know a lot of dudes who say that's crazy. I don't have nothing to hide. You know, I'm an open book. As a matter of fact, she won't even want to check my phone because it's going to be so dry. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But... You know, you know, like she got my passcode, her phone did, or she, you know, like I'm not tripping on that type of stuff, you know, but there is, you know, you can't be going through my email and going all in my pictures and checking my call log, you know, like you just want to use my phone or something. That's cool, you know, but like you have to respect each other's space, you know, and I think that's going to be a, a problem for them because some woman is going to get in his ear probably and say, oh, I wouldn't do that if I was with you. You was a good dude. Mm, interesting. So it's interesting you say that because I heard a couple of things that I kind of wanted to um, explore a little further. So the first thing that you said was trauma. And I think that, I mean, trauma, in my opinion, can come from childhood. There, There is not one person living that hasn't gone through something or experienced something that has left some that has left its mark on them you know what i mean losing somebody losing yourself you know what i mean not knowing your self-worth um at people we go through a lot of stuff so let me just say we all need to be a little kinder to each other because anybody you see is dealing with something whether you see it or not Mm -hmm. and secondly i don't feel like I, i just don't feel like it's addressed at least in the African-American community, you know what I mean? As far as therapy, that's not something that you grow up, most people grow up thinking is okay, or is even given the option 
to kind of think is okay. Sometimes you'll hear people say, well, just go to church and pray about it. And I've heard a lot of friends kind of say that. So I think it's interesting and wise that you use the word trauma. And I think that people don't acknowledge that they have their own, I mean, that they, I don't know if they don't know or they're just not willing to acknowledge it or it's just like a subconscious thing. But I like that you use that um, that word. And the second thing that I wanted mm-hmm. to say was I totally agree with both of you because Anytime that you, it's the only way you can feel secure in your relationship is to look and see what another person is doing. That's that's false security. You don't really trust that person, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because you're not always going to have to, you're not always going to be able to see what another person is doing, but you kind of have to trust them anyway. Mm -hmm. To me, that's what it's about. I've been in relationships when I didn't trust the person and I wasn't really going through their phone, but if you're unwell or you're not settled in your relationship, I feel like it can affect everything you do. You can't focus at work or at school or things like that. So I definitely agree with that. Um, from a man's point of view, Ayo, do you believe that a lot of women have trauma that is uh, are like they're dealing with things that have not been dealt with? I think men and women have trauma. I, I think it's okay. I, I think it's probably even across the Absolutely. board. And um, we only acknowledge the women have trauma. We never talk about the men. Me personally, um, you know, I was teased as a kid. I wasn't always this cool, smooth dude. I was teased as a kid. So there's some insecurity I have with that. You know, I could be a little sensitive, but. I acknowledge that, and I think that's the first part. And I work on those things personally. You know, I, I listen to audio books. Um, I read certain things that improve in my in certain areas I feel I'm weak at. Uh, I seek out mentors on YouTube. You know, you don't have to just go find somebody personally. You can find somebody on YouTube, you know. And I... Um, I tried. I think the first thing to knowing your trauma is like when you have an addiction is realizing you have an addiction, realizing your trauma. So we're going to get triggered on those traumas. But you that's the point you got to know you healed is when you get triggered on it as a man. And you can say, OK, all right, got me there or I'm not going to go for that bait this time. Um. You know, this is New York, so it's be always... The boy, I was going to say the boys are out. I think that's the ambulance. <laughs> yeah, that's the ambulance. So, yeah, you know, I think I think a lot of times the trauma can come, like you said, and I'd be interested to hear H does point on it, is like, it's childhood trauma. And Nas was saying that on one of his songs, I think it was called The Cure, you know, or 10 Points. I can't remember. We used to talking about, you know... We get hurt from things we did as a kid. And when you get older, you still be the reason why you can't trust people in relationships and things like that. When I go into a relationship, I try to wash my sins from my last relationship to a new one. That's not 100%. Even that 10% is enough to ruin it. But men specifically, because I can only speak as a black man, 
we have problems. We have issues and we need therapy and we need to talk to her. We sometimes have yeah. mama issues, daddy issues, sibling issues. You know, we have to deal with it. And we, 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 po- we sometimes impose those things onto our women and cause their trauma to their next relationship mm-hmm. because of our insecurities and vice versa. What do you think about that, Esther? Who? Um, definitely there's a lot of people dealing with trauma that they have not addressed. I definitely think that, especially in in our community, in, in the Black community, it's still one of those things like therapy is frowned upon. Um, I think a lot of people, I think there's a lot of people that don't realize that they're dealing with trauma. I think people have normalized so many things and it's like, oh, it's just life stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. But people don't realize like, no, this is, this is bigger than that. This is something that, that needs to be treated, needs to be addressed. I think we look at like, you know, some of the, I don't want to say bigger things. I don't want to make it sound, I don't want to minimize it, but you know, things like schizophrenia is something that you need to treat, you know, not depression, like, oh, just get up, go, well, hi, go for a walk, you know, but when you're dealing with depression, it's not that easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If it were, you would have done that already and everything would be fine. So I think we minimize it a lot in our culture. Yes, we do. And then also, I think um, we deal with a lot of broken homes. There are so many people that have grown up in broken homes and they haven't seen successful relationships or healthy relationships. Um, So they don't know what it's supposed to look like, how they're supposed to behave, um, none of that. You know, when you are in a single parent home and you've not seen the, the way a man should treat a woman and vice versa, you don't know. You've grown up seeing something totally different, so you don't know what to expect, you know. And um, <laughs> TV doesn't really help, especially with all the reality shows. Right. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily helping. You see the trauma so there. People don't right. know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a so friend much. of mine. Right. I had a friend of years, years back. She came from a broken home, and it was just mad chaos in that family, including her siblings and their their mate of choices and her mother, her mother's boyfriend, it was just so much going on. And all she wanted to do was get married because she wanted to not associate with that. She was like, I'm gonna build my own family and I'll be just fine. So she was like so anxious to settle down because in her mind that was gonna fix it. Like her family was so terrible that she just wanted a new one. And she was like, mm-hmm. she was definitely settling because I know her, I know her type. and everything and she was settling because she was just wanting anyone because she wanted to quote unquote fix it by starting her own family but yeah therapy I is i think that. it's it's great that you said that you read like self-help books there's a lot of those out there podcasts um we need to do a lot more of that self-care is so important and we we find ourselves being so busy throughout the day and I know like me personally, like I'll check out other people, call my parents, see how they're doing. But it's like, how often do we take time to sit back and check in on ourselves? Like checking in with me, like how am I feeling right now? Mm -hmm. And if I'm not feeling okay, like that's okay. 
it's okay to not feel okay. If I'm feeling anxious about something or if I'm upset about something, like, that's okay. Like, I can have emotions. Um, You know, like, don't get down on yourself about it. Like, check in with you. Figure out how you're feeling. Affirm it. You know, if it's something that you can fix, fix it. If you can't, I don't know, pray about it. (laughs) Right. But, yeah, I I think it's big that we... Go ahead. I was just going to add that. Go ahead. Like, you when can. You, when you, in. Just when you say, I think that is the problem. I might get a little controversial. <laughs> I think that's the problem. I mean, I'm a very spiritual person. I'm not so much religious, but I'm very spiritual. And I think mm-hmm. we say pray about it. I think that's the problem with specifics to the black community. I think that's an integral part of what we need to do. But I think that's how we just address our elements in our community is always pray and i think it does it allows us to release the pain pain and put strength in god but it doesn't allow us to deal with it and what's the next steps because you need a little bit more than that you need someone to unpack your shit to be frank yeah so I, I totally agree with you, right? And what the Bible says, what prayer without works is dead, right? So you, there's right. still stuff that we need to do on our end. And I think we need to realize that, yeah, we, I think it's great to pray about things, but God also has equipped people, right? So like mm-hmm. the therapists that exist, like God has given them this gift. So this is God, like working through someone. The doctors that right. we go to, like when we're sick, of course when I'm sick, I'm going to pray that I, I get better. But I'm also going to go see a doctor with the medical knowledge that I don't have. You know, that's their right. gift. So, so when I say I, I totally hear you and I agree with you, but when I say prayer, I also mean, you know, the works that go along with it, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both of those. Definitely need both of those because you're absolutely right. Like, you can't just pray about it and forget about it. Like, no, we have action that we need to do as well and need to be accountable for our part. I knew you meant the that. The key word right there that. was accountability. Accountability. Like that. <laughs> accountability. I am big on accountability. And right. I wonder why in our community, though, and both of you are right, why in our community is it just a, you know, that? but that's what we've been told. Oh, okay, I'm sick. Pray about it. Oh, I feel this. Pray about it. Take it to the Lord and he will heal you. In Jesus' name, and yes, he will. But why is that... Sometimes our, yeah, and our end all, our end all be all. Like, is it a situation where we lack the resources at certain times to know that there was something else, you know, that, that you, just mm-hmm. like you said, we also have to put in some effort and be accountable? Or is that like a, or do we believe that we are powerless and that's all we can do? And see, it, it's, tough because you know growing up I grew up in the church just like you guys and it was more so of a like you know what do they say once you pray about it that's all you need to do you don't need to worry about it just pray about it mm-hmm. and then you've done your part mm-hmm. and so what what is that is that I, that's kind of in my experience that's kind of what I've heard not necessarily in my own my parents are big on accountability but just just kind of like a, just pray about it and it'll be fine. And like you said, it, it'll, it's a default. It'll be, everything will work out. But sometimes, like you said, we need to invest a little bit into ourselves and go seek some help. Well, but why is that something that's not done? That's also our strength. Black people, as much as 
we have uh, endured in this country, we're, we're not likely to commit suicide either. Um, even though it does happen in our community and we don't address it as much, but in, compared to right. other nationalities and cultures, that's not our thing, right? We, we don't go shoot up a school, you know? Right. So, but we're spiritual people. We're spiritual in Africa. Right. We came here. We were spiritual on the boat. We were spiritual on the plantation. So that's part of who we are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. And like H. Dub right. said, you know, you just have to, you know, I can pray for a new job all I want, but if I ain't got a resume together and I ain't been applying for a job, <laughs> it probably, unless divine intervention happened, I'm not going to get a job, right? So you, right. Have, you have to have a little bit of both, right? And I think we've been lacking that as a community. And it, and it goes into our relationships because we struggle with our emotions. And um, I struggle with mine in a relationship. I slip sometimes. And it's always something that way? scarred me from when I was younger or from another relationship, you know. I don't know. Like, I don't need a lot of intention in a relationship. I don't need you to tell me, you know, I don't need you all over me and calling me 10 times a day, but sometimes I do need to hear that you're wonderful. Oh, you are so fine. You sexy. You know, you my man, man, you know, whatever, you know, I need to hear that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're my and man, I, man. Whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm capping a little bit, but like, you know, yeah, you know, like I'm gonna try that in my next relationship. I'm gonna be like, you want to feel, feel alpha, you want to feel alpha, you know, like you just like you just a, you walk in the yard with your shirt off and the you know, in the pen or something, you know, oh, Lord. Jesus. but like you know, it's um, but I do need to hear that. I don't know why. Is that something from when I was younger, I didn't get enough attention? Did I? I, when I was in no. was I elementary school, girls didn't like me in elementary school. I didn't get girls start liking me today. Great. Is that something to do with that? So I, I could start getting a little attitude with you. <laughs> like, you ain't paid me no compliments <laughs> in the whole four days. What's going on? <laughs> okay, so that's your threshold four days. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm just acknowledging <laughs> some issues I may have seen in myself, you know, but just... Tying it back to trauma, um, I do think it's attributed to some of that. I, if I'm being honest to myself, I'm confident, you know, myself, but I'm, you know, Jordan wasn't always confident when he took the shot. You know, he, you know, sometimes he right. had a bad shoot night, you know. So, you know, it's like right. that in a relationship, you know, some days you got bad days, you know. I think that everybody... I think that when you're giving of yourself to another person, of course you're going to want something back, as you should. You know, I think that, I, I think that sometimes I can be, I kind of go back and forth. I think sometimes I'm not always very loving. Why is that? Kind of, you know, I don't know. I think that I'm just not, I don't always want to be bothered. And sometimes 
you know, I do feel like if the person needs a lot of attention, go for me. Just because I work a lot and I'm really just into kind of my job and my career and things like that. So if they're kind of like me, I kind of like me, then it's okay. But if they are needing what I can, what I feel at times is like an abundance of attention. And don't mind talking every day and, you know, loving on me or whatever the case may be, that's totally fine. But there are some people that have not dealt with their trauma, but it's like a, it's a, it's a advanced level or something. And they need so much um, attention. I, I want to give you attention. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes it can be a bit much. I feel like we've all dated that guy or that girl that every five minutes, it's not an every day, it's an every five minutes. They need something. That's difficult for me because I don't need all that. Not every five minutes. I definitely need attention. I definitely need to be loved on and acknowledged. But give you some space. Not. Yeah, I like my space. Three feet, no check. You know. Right. <laughs> I'm. What you say? It's a, it's a term in basketball we used to play in the backyard. We had to give the guy that was taking the ball out three feet. You okay. know, you know, just some space, you know, just some space, you know, I need you. Can, and I don't need mm, a lot. Right. But I need a little because we are tall people. You know what I mean? Like we are not we are just, you know, we're complimenting each other. We're not supplementing each other. And we both have dreams and hopes and things that we should each want to get accomplished as well as together. But I feel like sometimes like it's nothing wrong with leaning on each other, but Sometimes it can be too much if the person can't stand on their own and they're seeking what they're missing, you know, what they don't acknowledge in themselves. They're constantly seeking you for. For me, that's difficult. Well, so, a man should be working and busy and, you know, working on himself constantly. Hello. He shouldn't be. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, there are going to be times I don't care what type of man he, he going to be all over you and need your attention from here. Absolutely. You know, but. Um, he should be trying to keep himself busy. That's, but I feel like a woman should too. Like it should, it should go both ways. Yeah, I want to miss you. I want to miss of you, course. Ace Dub. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess so. For me, I guess I'm the opposite. I don't know. Like I, I feel special, and I like it if a guy is like, you know, wants to be in my space. Or, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm super affectionate also. So I don't know. Like I feel like, oh like I I like it. I mean every day. Yeah, I guess I mean not, okay, so not every five minutes. Not so. Every okay, so not every five minutes. <laughs> um I know you hate that. <laughs> yeah, not every five minutes. Um no, not that often, but I do like, I don't know. I think that I am like love language wise, I think I'm a words of affirmation person. So like, I feel like I could never get tired of someone sending me like a text that says, you know, sweet things like I care about you or I love you or you're beautiful. Like I could never get tired of stuff like that. Um, yeah, I guess I can meet you in my personal space every five minutes. No, that's too much. But mm. I don't know. Like I, I like, What's your sign? I like, um, What's your sign? I'm together. 
I'm a Leo. Leo, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Ambrosia. Ambrosia, what's your son? I'm a Virgo. Virgo. Okay. Y'all thugs. Y'all thugs. What's your sign? What about you? I'm a Scorpio. Oh, you have a birthday. Did you just have a birthday or is it coming up? Uh, Halloween. Yeah, I just had a birthday. Yeah. Okay. Oh, a happy Halloween. belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. During this COVID, it wasn't a typical Halloween, but it was cool. That's okay. Today's my mom's birthday. She's Scorpio, too. Oh, oh happy birthday. Shout mama. out to moms. Yeah. Leos are very <laughs> affectionate. Fun. I just want to say that. Leos and uh, cancers. We are. Yeah. We are. They are. We are some Leo, too. Yep. <laughs> I are. think the same thing about Virgos. I just feel like we have, like, we're temperamental. Kind yes. Of people. Mm -hmm. I agree. Allegedly. I agree. I never dated but, a Virgo, but I, I have a homeboy as a Virgo. Yeah, he kind of like he's that. He's I think so in his relationships when he's talking to me sometimes. I'll be, I'll be sensing that. It's not it's, bad, it's thing, a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think it's, no, I think it's just that we're just very self-sufficient. And I think that sometimes that's a good and bad thing. Because everybody needs somebody, you know? But I think that we're just, like, very focused on whatever sometimes we're focused on, and we don't necessarily make room um, for other people sometimes. I'm very I'm very affectionate and loving, and as much as I would, like, hate to admit it, I do kind of cater a little bit uh, more than I would even like to admit. But Me too, girl. I think Me that, too. Time I, out. I, it's like who are and sometimes I'll be like who are you right now? Time out. Um, Shouldn't mm -hmm. a woman be submissive though? Shouldn't that be her natural feminist space? <laughs> we not to everybody. No, uh, definitely not to life. everybody. I'm not. I'm talking about to that 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 one person that deserves to the husband? it. Husband. Husband. Yes. <laughs> it's exactly your husband. Not saying he shouldn't be submissive to you. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, mm -hmm. isn't that the natural feminine space? Like, you wouldn't want me in the kitchen, like, oh, my man can cook. Let me use another example. Right, because I like a man that can cook now. <laughs> right, no, I'm I'm trying to use as an example, like, like you wouldn't want a man that's just, like, uh, just always in a space where it's just seemed soft. I, I'm trying to sound politically correct these days. Soft, you know, <laughs> you know. Give me an example though. Like, like what? Like, you I don't know, you, 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 you want, it's nice to see a guy like change a tire, get the car washed, Ooh, yes. uh, yes. put yes. something together. Okay. With a cut off, with a cut off t-shirt. You know, so I can see those arms working. you know, you, you, <laughs> you know, oh my gosh. Right. Can I, I mean, just say, mm -hmm. I, I've had this conversation with so many of my guy friends that are in the 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 white collar professional world. Mm -hmm. And oh, here's a really good example. I was at work and I ran into um, a friend of mine at work and I was joking with him that his nails were long because they, they were kind of long for a guy. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like. I was like, why are your nails so long? You need to go and cut your nails. And he looked at me and he was like, cut my nails with what? And I was like, uh, fingernail clippers? You know, like, <laughs> what else you cut your nails with? 
And he was like, I don't own fingernail clippers. And I was like, what do you mean you don't own fingernail clippers? Like, everybody owns fingernail clippers. And he's like, oh, no, I have a standing appointment at the nail salon every Tuesday at yeah. blah, 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 p.m. And I, <laughs> I looked at him, and I was like, don't you ever say that to any other woman ever in your life. And he was like, oh he was like, why? What's wrong with that? And I was like, that's the most feminine thing I've ever heard you say. It's the way because, he said it. Okay. It's not that he does it. It's the way he says it. It's the fact that he don't even own fingernails. He was proud. Like, I, I, I think it's cool to maintenance. It's cool. Maintenance is cool. I like, mm. I own fingernails, Everett. Yeah, I like, do too. I'm a I clip my like, I am in the... Yeah, he saw. I don't that's have a standing much. Tuesday. That was a great that's example. Exactly, that's too much. Much. Yeah, that's a great I example. Like I need a man who, I need a man who is okay with going out and doing some masculine stuff and getting his nails dirty. Or breaking a nail. I feel like that guy right there would be like, oh my God, I'm not changing a tire. I might break a nail. I need you to be okay with getting a little bit dirty. You might get a scratch on you. Okay. And get a scratch on you. (laughs) Like, I'm the one that's supposed to be behaving that way. But like, you should be okay with going out there, messing up the nail, doing whatever. Like, it's okay to get a little bit dirty. Come in here and take a shower. You gotta come in the house like from the gym stanking sometimes. And she's like, ooh, baby, you stank. <laughs> yeah. And go grab her and give her a hug and kiss. And be like, come here, baby. <laughs> Smell this man, man. <laughs> Man, man. I, I know. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I don't like that. No, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm gonna try it too. Well, shot don't like. But you know, uh, I, I, a man that okay. So this is something that I don't like. Really, anybody that complains a lot, not just a man. So let's just start there. But I one thing that I do think that. I once had a guy tell me he didn't he disliked something I was doing. And I said, Well, if you don't like it, why don't you say anything? And he said, Because I don't want to be seen like a complainer. So I wanna say there's a difference between voicing your opinion and complaining. I think if you don't like something, you know, you should you have to say how you feel. But it's different than being like a nag. You know, we're always just like complaining about every single thing because nobody's perfect. So I don't like um, really anyone who complains all the time or is woe is me or is, is always an issue. I actually have a guy friend and I, I look at my phone and I don't answer it when he calls because it's always something wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Like every, every, every time you talk to me, it shouldn't be like a trauma every single time because the stuff that he talks about is not really anything different than anyone else is going through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he just feels the need to just always kind of make a big deal of stuff and complain about every single thing and it's just like sometimes you're putting yourselves in these situations well you know you're not being alpha you're not being alpha at all no you got and some people just, I don't like get off on that like being the victim yes victim they, want, yes. they want to feel like they have been victimized so that they can complain to someone and get coddled and get this attention like that is their thing. It's like, feel bad for me, right. woe is me, poor me, mm-hmm. but they're doing mm-hmm. it to themselves. Right, I agree. I don't like that trait in a man at all. No, no. Yeah, he didn't get socked in his chest. Something masculine about that. I <laughs> Hello, I, was, I don't promote violence, but yeah. 
Nah, it's not violence. You're just getting fights when you're younger in high school. You, you know, guys were getting fight with your best friend. Y'all cuts and y'all bleeding. And the next day, y'all out at the club <laughs> chasing Ted some soft legs. That's just how we are. Mm-hmm. You know, my well, you Chasing should, what? Soft legs. Soft legs. <laughs> soft legs. Soft legs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, you know. That lets me know I need to shave my legs. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's winter right. time. What do y'all I'm call it? What do you call them when their legs are not soft? Soft legs. Double legs. I, I don't. I don't like uh, women. <laughs> women in general are just soft. That's y'all. Uh, not like I'm talking about. Like women are hard. You know, like men are. I'm talking about just femininity is soft. You know, if I do, you, you yeah. know, you like you see a dude walk in. He at the gym. He gonna look masculine, right? When you see a girl yeah. come in the gym, most girls. You know, you like that's a nice. She got some nice legs. You know, I bet you they're soft to lay on, even if they got a little tone to it. So yeah, that's what you know. Hmm, it's more so about your energy. When it's, we walk in, when we walk in the gym and brochure. They're like, hmm, she has nice soft legs. I want to lay on this. I don't think that's what they're saying. <laughs> now, now, I'm trying. <laughs> this is a family <laughs> show today that we're gonna say the, okay. the perverted stuff for the next one. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, he'd be like, I like to have them legs wrapped around my neck. Like, take but, that for a mm, ride. Yeah, nah. You're right. I mean, we're, I'm for the that. midnight when show. I first, right, for the, the grown-ups only show. When I see mm-hmm. a guy, I look at his shoulder and his back. Like, that's something, I like the, you know, the, the build of a man. So I like, like, broad shoulders, a nice back, nice arms, things like that. You know, so I agree. Like, men are looking at soft legs, you know. Um, women are looking at a man's build. And I read somewhere that that's just some type of internal um, survival tactic. Like, a woman will look at a yeah. man's build. So we can't, so, okay, he can harvest food for my family. He'll be able to feed us and kill animals and, you know, protect us. And a man looks at a woman's body, her breast or her hips. Okay, she she has wider hips. She can bear my children. She'll be able to, you know, feed my children, things like that. That's what I read. I don't know if that's true. No, that is very true in but Africa. I have read that's very true the in same Africa. Thing. I've definitely read that as well. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think that's true. And it makes so much sense. When you think about, like, just everybody has these instinctive, like, these primal instincts. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, we we want security. We want safety. We want someone that we know that can take care of us. And typically we associate that with size. I mean, I don't know any woman that says, I want to date a man shorter than me. Mm, Maybe there's some women that end up dating someone shorter than them, but it's probably not important to begin with. (laughs) I feel like that could be some type of kinky sex thing. So you just never know. Could be. Could be. But, like, usually, like, yeah, we want someone that we feel like is strong, is bigger than us, um, that can 
yeah, protect us, take care of us. Like, mm-hmm. because let me tell you, when we laying in the bed, if I felt like I heard a noise downstairs, um, I'm staying right here. <laughs> you don't want going downstairs to check that out. Like, you better go, <laughs> you better go save the family. <laughs> right. I think that's natural. Or, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let me ask y'all this question. We out and about. I see you. Ambrosia, I see you out. You got your mask on. How are we approaching each other with mask on these days? What is the protocol? You like, I get too close, you might think I got corona. <laughs> or or you take that mask off, you ain't as cute as I thought you was. <laughs> okay, and just and I'm glad you said that. So get into this. I was in Kroger and this guy was, you know, hi, how are you? I have my mask on. I don't trust you because I can take off this mask and it can go either way. So I don't trust guys that try to like approach me when I have my mask on because you don't even really know what I look like, not my face. So I think that's kind of, I don't know. I just was kind of put off by it and I thought it was a little weird because like you said, you could take it off and have a whole different situation going on. So. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know what the protocol is. I don't necessarily want you that close. Me um, I can bump elbows with you high, but I don't know what you look like under your mask either. Facts. Right. So I, I had a guy. Oh, okay. I had a guy in Ambrosia. I told you this story. I was also in Kroger. And apparently that's just a place to shop at. <laughs> um, Kroger is the best place to mac he at. He was like, right? <laughs> he was like, um, he said something to me. And then he was like, can you pull your mask down? Because I guess he wanted to see my full face. And I don't know why, but I like pulled my mask down. <laughs> Corona. No, like, I'm just playing. I just, I just so caught off guard that I was just like, okay. So, like, I pulled my mask down. And then he asked my number, and I was like, um, no. And then walked away because, like, I wasn't interested. Like, I don't know why I even pulled up the mask. I don't know why I just think he's fine. That's not like a living color SNL skit. Girl, I think I was just caught off guard. Like, just wasn't like, I don't even know. I'm just, I'm so mad that I even did it. I'm like, I just exposed myself. I'm going to have a drink for that guy. I'm gonna have a drink for him. Salute to you, player. You shot your shot. <laughs> he did. He absolutely did go him. Um, yeah, that was that. Mm-hmm. So why didn't you give him your number? I wasn't interested. I was unattracted. It's got to be a level of attractive for me. I mean, I'd have been uh, like, I'd have been like, you already uh-huh. pulled your mask down. You might as well give me your fucking number. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I did that. I <laughs> Just, you know what? I should have pulled one of those. Like, I don't hear him. Let me just keep walking. Like, I don't hear you. That's hey, what I H-Dub, you came over at his house at 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, I know you don't think we was having sex. <laughs> I was that girl. Oh, my God. I was. I was that girl. She was terrible. I got to be better, y'all. I got to be better. Okay. This is real therapeutic, you know, like talking about it and like yeah, talking glad. about. So. You be <laughs> calling, you be calling Ambrosia. I can't believe you put me out. 
thought we was gonna play Monopoly. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I thought we was gonna look at his. And you, and you wanna know something? That's just because they shouldn't expect stuff. That's okay. It's stuff. You're right. completely right. No, I'm teasing. Two, I agree with y'all 100%. I agree with y'all 100%. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I still have been like, I'd have called my boy like, dang, she pulled her mask down and still told me no. Like, what's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is pretty cold-blooded. It was. Dang, it was. You could have um, gave him the wrong number. So let me ask you a question. Why did you ask him to pull his mask down? Is it because you had seen all you needed to see? The swag was yeah, whack. I was good. The swag. Was good. The swag was, was off. good. With just the top of the nose, the eyes, and the forehead, that said enough to me. He could have had a nice smile. The best teeth you've ever seen. And I wasn't willing to find out. (laughs) I feel you. I respect it. I can't believe it. You know, sometimes somebody can tell you to do something, and you just kind of do it. So I get it. Yeah, I think I was just caught off guard. You know what I mean? Like we, it was earlier in the pandemic, you know. So that's I've never, no one's ever asked me to pull my mask down. Weird. Like, oh, I thought she was my cousin. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you, de- you never know. <laughs> right? No. No, it's weird right now, though. Now right? It's weird right now. It's weird. Uh, age though, mm-hmm. I'm teasing you, but it is weird right now. It is straight up weird. Like, I'd be looking at somebody yeah. smiling with my mask on. They'd be looking at me like, what the fuck are you looking at? I'm like, but I'm really smiling under there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Me too. Yeah. Me too. And I'd be like, they can't I tell I'm smiling. Past people. <laughs> Every time I walk past like an older black woman, like I smile and I'm like, dang, she don't even know I'm smiling at her. Let me just. <laughs> it's weird, <laughs> right? You know, they sell. They sell the mask with the clear part right there. So they 75 bucks. Smile. I thought. Yeah. Oh, I saw it on, it was an info marshal. Yeah. I'm going to right get one, too. I'm going to get one, because I need to show my smile. <laughs> I, you know yeah. what? And on top of that, I'm sitting here and done lip liner and lipstick. Somebody is going to see this color. Hey, That's right. kind of mine. I, I, I want to see it. I want to see it. Hello. Somebody needs to see I'm it. tired of these masks. I can't see it. I, I need to be like... I, I'm going back to this. It was a it was a girl at the gym, and I, I I um I was trying to get eye contact. She was giving me a little eye contact, but we had the mask on. I couldn't tell, but she was kind of looking. And I keep running her at the gym. The next time, I'm gonna just put my hand to my ear, and point to her, and then point to her phone, because <laughs> I'm just tired. Like we gotta get to we gotta do sign language. You gotta do something. We better learn. I was gonna say we better learn sign language. Or like, like this is getting weird. <laughs> Like, it's just... You want to know something, though? Yeah. Speaking of the gym, sometimes when I'm at the gym, like, back when the world was open and stuff, did you used to get kind of irritated when you would be trying to work out and there would be a guy kind of trying to talk to you at the gym? Yeah. Me, yeah. too. It's off limits. I'm trying to focus here. Yeah. yeah. Especially if I'm, like, right in the middle of something. Like, if I'm, like, walking, like, maybe I'm walking to the water fountain or something, maybe, okay, sure. But, like, I had a guy, I was literally on the treadmill, sir. <laughs> oh, Please, I'm on the treadmill. I, and he was, oh, my God, he was very interesting. He, oh, let me tell y'all this story. I'll be quick uh, with this one. Yeah. So, I'm on the treadmill, and he's, um, I'm, like, warming up, right? So, I'm, like, walking. I'm not doing too much. But I was getting ready to run. So, 
he comes up to me and he's like, uh, I really like what you're, I'm in my mid-30s, right? But I'm starting to get gray hair. And I had my hair up in a ponytail first until I was working out. And they're most of the gray hairs I have are like right around the front. Mm-hmm. So my, I pull my hair up in a ponytail, you can see like some of the grays. And he's like, oh, I really like what you women are doing with these uh, dyeing your hair gray and doing the gray highlights and stuff. <laughs> I, was, I was like, um, this is natural. And he was like, oh, man, but you look too young to have to have gray hair. He was like, um, why why do you have gray hair this young? And so, oh again, I, again, I don't even know why. He got into a weird space quick. Okay. Like, again, I, I should have ended the conversation. But here I am responding to him, right? Because clearly I need to just work on me. <laughs> so I was like, no. You're a nice person. Like, right? I'm too yeah. nice. I was like, well, I'm nice too. I was like, uh, it's hereditary. I was like, and probably a little bit of stress too. And he was like, COVID stress, little COVID gray hairs. What stress is you out? And uh, this was a couple years back. This was before COVID. And I was like, I don't know, probably school. And he was like, see, that's why I never went to school. He was like, I I refuse to do anything ever stressful in life. He was like, I never And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, what what is your name, sir? No, no, I'm sorry. He told me, I said, so what is it that you do, mister? I don't do anything stressful. And he was like, well, I do construction on the side, but I'm really a rapper. No. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, and what is your rap name? <laughs> he told me his name was T Ray. I was like, okay, T Ray. Shout out to T Ray. And then shout out to T Ray. Somewhere. Shout out to you, Alpha. Hope you get some singles popping. But yeah, but he probably don't have one because he ain't been doing nothing stressful. So if it requires right. a lot of time, energy, and stress, he's Rap is stressful. Rap is stressful. He's not he, the grave. Rap is stressful. They, they shooting at you. Excited. They shooting at you as a rapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's real that's stressful. That's real stressful. And you and let me just and let me just say that's this a great time. story. I think by it's the way. funny. That is a, that is a great story. That is a great story. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, Egg-Dub always has some interesting stories to tell. Uh, and I think that's funny that you said he he was, I love what you women are doing with your hair. First of all, they're too hip and they know too much, okay? Because I was out of the country. I was in South Africa at the time. And so I was there um, with a friend, but, you know, we had some friends there. So we were at a restaurant and I was... Um, with this guy and we're just talking or whatever um, with a, a friend that I knew that lived there. And so all of a sudden, we were, the story came up, we started talking about hair. And he said, yeah, because I know that's a wig on your head. Mm. And I said, what? what? Yeah, I know it's a wig. I said, <laughs> I said, well, why would you say that? Yeah, that's just one of, the, one of those black girl magic tricks that you guys do. Guys, mm. we are, we Shut know. Up. And that's going to get, that's going to make you want to jump on him, how? (laughs) And and that's what I'm saying. Like, so I feel like men should be more quiet. If you think you know about some of the the tricks or the hair or something that ladies do, all you have to say is it looks nice. And we will be perfectly Mm -hmm. fine with that. We don't need to know what you know or, because they're very, it's interesting. They're so fascinated by it. And they want to know more. I don't. I social media. They know too much. I, I just don't know. <laughs> I, I can't tell no more, and I don't care. Right. And if I can tell, I'm not going to talk to you. 
minute. So she can't have a bad weed? I mean, yeah, you you know, like, I'm like I'm not looking for that. Let's first make that clear. I'm saying if I see you regularly and I always see you got a bad weave, I'm not going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I feel you. But but if she's pretty, then I'll be like, I, I, I gotta, I gotta have that conversation with you. And you know, wherever it doesn't matter. Just look well put together. Like, I just want you to look kind of like thought out. Like you just didn't roll out of bed. Like, all right, man, I'm ready to go. No, like I like, I want you to look good. I want you to smell good. That's big for me. I like a man that smells good. Um, I don't, when he smells like nothing, that might, you might as well think. I want you to smell like some nice <laughs> fresh cologne. I like that. That is so true. Um, I like a fresh haircut. I like a fresh lineup. If you're bald, I like that too. But don't have those little stubs growing in. I don't want to see the, <laughs> I don't want to see the, the memory of your hair <laughs> where it's not growing, whatever the case may be. Mm. I just want you <laughs> I just want you to look put together. You and know look good, smell good. That's I want floss teeth. Okay. Yeah. They are so important. I don't I want you to you know, some people have, you know, just just look nice. Like just be clean, be fresh. Um shower hiding your appearance. <laughs> <laughs> a shower is definitely iron is, is your friend <laughs> yes or the cleaners the cleaners or something you know i got clowned okay, on for having a crease in my pants this is what 2014 i went to the club <laughs> in fact it was sam they clown me for having a crease in my i didn't know that wasn't a thing anymore <laughs> i just take it to the cleaners that's what the cleaner people they clown me so hard i'm sorry Listen, I, you be you be you uh, okay? no i do yeah, not put no, any no, more creases in my pants that is whack that's my you man. listen don't let them change you no that that's it, right you were the only yeah. one in the club pre-stuff nah, <laughs> like, not no jeans <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to feel like the old dude at the club like Miss Lady, Miss Lady, oh, Miss wow. Lady. Mm. Listen, I like that. I like that, and I like when somebody call me Miss Lady. Show me some respect. Oh, okay? okay, I hear that. I like that. I like Miss Ambrosia. Miss Ambrosia. That's right. You know, That's, I I don't know, and I, it's just something about that. It's just like very, um, I don't know, old school. Maybe it's kind of so, yeah, it's old school and it's smooth and. And you want to know something else that I like about a man? I like a man that knows how to talk to me. So, for example, I'm, I can be moody. I have been called, it's, I have certain nicknames that people call me, but they're all, they're all about being moody or grouch or things like that. And so, but a man that doesn't get too mad about that, because he just kind of understands you are who you are. You don't mean anything like it. And then again, I don't overdo it. And he's just kind of like, okay, well, you know, he, it's like, it's a certain authority that a man has. And when that man knows how to kind of like talk to you to kind of like get you to do what he wants you to do or like kind of calm you down and it's not condescending, but at the same time, it's some authority in it. I think that is really sexy. So I like that. I can dig that. That's it's a balance. It's, you got to know your girl. It's a balance. It's, um. Yeah, it's 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 an art to it. 
Yeah, that's yeah. true. Is you gotta be? I don't know. It's it's tough, it, but you, it's got to be the like the right guy. You know, if the guy you don't like, right. I said, sit your ass down. You be like, B, who you talking to, you mom, mama? Right, <laughs> right. You're dismissed. Thank you. <laughs> right, get out. You know, your jokes but are always funnier awesome. when you cuter. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is true. So don't talk crazy. But I feel like isn't that the same with women too? Absolutely. Like y'all are like that with women. If we're cute, we get away with a lot more. Hundred percent. Yeah, I want to hear is a story. That true? I am? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I was just gonna tell y'all this story about when I um went out one time talking about you know women hitting on you or you know your jokes are funnier. I was out at this club with my boys. I got drugged out on a Friday. I didn't feel like going, but I was like, cool. I still had my work. <laughs> I was that guy. I had my dress pants, dress shoes, t- shirt, and tie. You know. And uh, I went out, and I'm sitting at the table. I'm yawning. I'm tired, right? And this woman is staring at me across the table. And she said, uh, you just got off work? I said, yeah. And I, you know, I didn't communicate with her. I wasn't thinking. I was just really just tired. You know, I just got drugged out with my boys and all that. She caught me yawning maybe about 15 minutes later, and she said, you tired? You ready to get up out of here? I said no. I said I'm good. I'm just waiting on my boys, and <laughs> so I get home at two o'clock at night. Well, I'm in the bed, and two o'clock in the night, I wake up in the middle of the night. Like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, it didn't even hit me that this girl was ready to leave. That is too funny. It don't matter if she was cute. I was supposed to leave. (laughs) She wasn't ugly. She was she was she she wasn't ugly. I'll say that. And you missed you missed your opportunity. I mean it didn't it didn't matter at that point. It was the story I could tell my boys (laughs) that the girl took me up out the club. Pretty lady, if you're out there, he's realized the error of his ways. Give him another chance. Please email him. Can you or have y'all ever done that? Have y'all ever done that? You just went to the because a woman can do that. Y'all can just go like you be mad and just be like, or I'm just I need to get some tonight. You can just go to the club and you just go get some. Have y'all ever did that? Just went out. I've never done that. No, No. but I've heard people say that women can. I guess we have it easier, but no, I've never done that. But you think you can do it? Do you think you can do it? Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean, though? Let's be clear. What do you mean that by that? Where we can just go meet a guy and then just like that same night? You can go to the club, a lounge, bar, or club, and say, okay. "Hey, sir, take me home. Take me to your place." Like a one night stand? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, no. I couldn't do that. Yeah, neither. First of all, it could be a killer. Exactly. Like there's, 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 there's I think there's he's the one there. taking yeah. the chances, not you. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Most of you know. That's a random person like, take me to your house. Are men having women in the basement? Ooh, yeah, that's true. That's tied true. up and feet, no pancakes. Mm. It's so many stories like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they treat them nice. 
Well, they see them as pancakes and Kool-Aid or something crazy. No, you want to meet up the next morning at the pancake house or something, sure. <laughs> That's different. Like, so y'all never had a one-night stand? <laughs> y'all ain't never had a one-night stand? No. I have not. No. No. Because no. uh, it takes so much. Like, I've got to have... Y'all some, some good girls. Some level of, like, strong infatuation to go there. Like, I can't just... Right. Someone I don't know or I'm not into or uh, quite frankly, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like people I don't know touching me. When I go Hello. on a first date, there is Hello. no kissing, there is no hugging. I'm That's like, right. I don't know you. So we just had a date, sure. Maybe we sat down and talked for a couple of hours. I know a little bit about you, but like I don't want you touching me. I don't know you like that. Right. And so right. when I always tell guys, I'm like, don't take it personal. It's not you. This is just my comfort, my comfort level. Don't so take like, it no, personal. You, but it's not you. Yeah, I always tell him, like, I had a great date. I don't want to hug you because this is my comfort level. But I had a great date. I will call you. We will talk again. I want to go out again. I just, I don't want you touching me like that. Like, when we get there, we'll get there. But have y'all have <laughs> ever used the a guy for a meal? We're, have you ever used a guy for a meal? Um, probably when I was younger. <laughs> not recently. Not recently. Yeah, definitely not recently. But not yeah, doors, not since COVID. No, not since I've been like older because now I'm going to be honest with you. My time is so much more valuable. Mm -hmm. I can buy anything I want to eat myself. That's but it's why like yeah. I have to talk to you. I have to look at you and I have to talk to you and spend time with you. That to me is not fun just for food. Unless I just want to, you know. So right. yeah, to even I, go out with the guy, I have to like him because I don't, I don't even hardly want to be bothered if i don't like them gotcha yeah i i second that like definitely not recently but when i was younger definitely like if i was bored or something i'd be like yeah i'm just gonna go i'll go get a meal and I'll, it'll get me out the house because i'm just bored like now like post 30 like i love being in the house <laughs> me too and like and, and brush and i you know we talk about this all the time like the quarantine ain't so bad for us because we don't I mind love just it. chilling like just chilling right. so like quite frankly now i don't care if it's like tonight is what a wednesday but if it's like a friday or saturday night even before COVID, i never felt like oh shoot i need to be out but like heather and i'm sorry h-dub in her 20s she was h-dub in her 20s i felt like i need to be out the house why am i sitting here on a friday night so if someone was like do you want to go have dinner i probably would be like yeah let's go get me out the house the rose bar changed my life when i got down to atlanta day party i love that place Hey, you get there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, by 7 p.m., drunk, you already back at home in the bed? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Day parties are the truth. It's the truth. And then you can still be fully recovered for tomorrow. Right. So I can go to the gym it, early. It's like it never yeah. happened. Yeah. I can go to the gym early. Get, like, I got 12 hours of sleep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's no, when you know. Mm -hmm. That's when you get I totally agree. And dates are sometimes, dates are, I mean, I like going on dates, but at the same time, sometimes they're exhausting. It's like, sometimes it's too much work. That's why you have to like the, the person, like H-Dub said, and I agree. I don't even really want you holding my hand or touching me because it's just too much. Who does that? So I did hang out with this one guy, and we ended up kissing on the first date. And I felt like afterwards, I was like, oh my goodness, that was so... It was like accelerated, and I don't even know why I did it. Well, what were you drinking? What were you drinking on? 
Yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was drinking some Hennessy. Ah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad kiss. It's just I'm weird about people's mouths. Are you clean? Do you brush your teeth? Do you have mono? I have all these things that go through my head. So I just don't trust people, and I think they're dirty. Quite frankly, sometimes like I just like cleanliness and stuff like that is kind of always an issue for me, and you just never know. When when do you feel comfortable? So, when do you, when is the comfort level? You went in this house, see like the toothpaste thing. It's like half empty, you know. <laughs> Look, I looked in his, you know, I looked in his mouth, and you know why I'm like that is because I have trauma. I dated a guy in college, and we, you know, we were dating at the time, and so, but we were, it was new, and so he used to always have bad breath, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And so I was just like, well, is there something going on? You know, uh, mm-hmm. everything okay? And he said, if something was going on, he said, yeah, I have a, a, a tooth that's rotting. I haven't gotten it pulled out yet. Oh. <laughs> and so, and you, but you're steady trying to kiss me in my mouth. And I knew something was wrong. So now I just. The trauma. Yeah. Trauma. So, trauma. And I have trauma now. Mm. So exactly. I need to see the toothpaste tub half empty or just just be clean well what happened your question no go ahead i'm sorry no just as far as your question when you feel comfortable i think it's just a feeling i think the more time you spend together you know you get to know each other and then you start to just i don't know you just start to feel like a connection with the person i think that you know that's when you, you start to feel more comfortable yeah, I'm bad. I'm on first day. I'm trying to get you to the crib. <laughs> like a man. Yeah, I think like I think that's where we differ, like men and women. So I think that's probably a typical man response, right? right? But right. like women, I mean, and some women are like that too. Actually, some women are probably thinking the same thing. I have a good ratio. Oh, it don't mean you hit. Oh, it don't mean you hit. But I'm just saying, I, I I'm pretty good at getting a girl to the house. And then what do y'all? If y'all don't have sex, what happens? You just talk. You don't try to have sex with her. That's not the game plan. Just, oh, okay. You uh. So what you, do you do when you? What's you, the game plan? Well, you want yeah, to. Yeah. You want a to. Wise one. You want to. No, I'm not saying that. But you don't want to. You you the heart the the hardest part is getting the number. Getting her to agree to take come out with your creepy ass, getting her to go, <laughs> getting her to That's convince real. convince her to meet you at a restaurant, then follow you back to your house. You have one at that point, mm-hmm. so you just chill and enjoy the company. And what, if she wanted to pop off, you know, it'll pop off. Hmm. In your twenties, okay. you trying to okay. hit. If you're in your twenties, you trying to, you know, you like I'm get her a house, try fuck, you know. You when you older, you just you got her to the house, just be cool. She if she if she wants to, she will, and it, you know, if it doesn't, it's cool. She can be like, damn, I had a good time, and she'll feel comfortable to come back over there later because she could be like he wasn't creepy, wasn't weird. I was already a little nervous about coming over there. He made me feel comfortable, you know. And you know. Hmm. So you just set the play up for next time. 
Uh-uh. Yeah. No, I'm just telling you the facts. <laughs> like, y'all try to play like y'all don't know. Mm-hmm. You go you when you go over a dude's house and we see the matching panties and bra, we know what time it was. We know you didn't plan on coming over here to have sex with us if your panties and bra is not matching. You like we this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so, but but I have never done that. I have never like after the first date we go back over yeah, the house. No. no. Now here's the thing. Here's what I will do. If I feel like if I felt like the date went really well and I felt a really like strong connection so far, and I'm like, yeah, this was good. I definitely want to see him again. Like, right. I will talk to you that night. I might even call right. you while we're driving home, or I'm definitely gonna call you when I get home. You know, otherwise I'll text and be like, hey, made it home, good times. Uh, you know, I'll talk to you later tonight. But if I was really feeling you, I'm going to want to talk to you some more. So I'll be like, I'm going to call him and let him know I made it home. And then that will turn into a conversation and we'll spoke to keep talking. But I've never gone back to I, yeah, I that. It goes back to the whole touching thing. Like, because then what, you don't want to sit next to me? Mm-mm. <laughs> I've done that. And I don't know you like it's too that much. Yet. Yeah. It's too much. That's too much. Yeah. That's some good girls. I would feel like you're, I think people, are you a killer? It's just, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm like fearful, you know? I'm very convincing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm telling you, I don't Uh, like that. I'm like. Did you guys hear about the girl mm -hmm. that just got abused? Yeah. With by a guy she met on a dating site. I guess it was their first date maybe, I'm not sure. And so he was driving, and he punched her in the face, and the lids had started abusing her oh, for wow. no reason at all. She says, "See, he, they got." A, he says she had a slick mouth. So stuff like that, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. So he needs to be There's castrated. A lot of crazy people out here. Castrated. A lot of crazy people. Because he messes the game yeah. up. He messes the game up. People like him. People like him. Yeah, I've read background checks on guys. I know y'all do. Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm-hmm. Y'all do. Yeah. Go- y'all do Google searches. <laughs> we do everything. Do you? We need to know. Hey, let me tell you something. Guys do that now, too. Y'all should, because there's some crazy women, too. But, yeah. like, I've ran some background searches because, because like, like, like uh, Ambrosia saying, like, we don't know you. We don't right. know. Unless, unless you're coming to me, like, vetted by a friend. My friend is like, oh, this is my cousin. You know, like, but right. I, still, I still don't know you. I still need to get to know you. But, like, if right. you're a complete stranger, I just met you in Kroger, like, I don't know nothing about you. You could try to harm me, you, anything. I don't know. I can't they let my guard down. Exactly. They might, not, they might not even be who they say they are, you know? So, mm-hmm. I, I don't trust anybody. The Craigslist killer. Y'all mm. remember that? <laughs> what? No. They made a Lifetime movie about it. There was a the guy, you know, Craigslist has a dating section no, it's not Backpage. Backpage has their own. It's like their own, like, dating. It's like, oh, okay. uh, if you go to Craigslist, it's like, because I've only gone to Craigslist to look at, like, stuff that I might want to buy. Okay. <laughs> or, because um, <laughs> these people, people sell puppies on Craigslist, and I'm always, okay. like, looking for a puppy. But um, and people sell stuff, too. Like, I got some um, good stuff on there. I got a used fish tank off of Craigslist for Donatello. But, um, yeah, for Donatello. But there's another section for like dating or something like I don't know. But it's like you can meet people on Craigslist. That would be that would be a good podcast. And there was a man. Yeah. Yeah, it probably would. 
there was a man who had like an ad out, you know, and women were responding and he would go on dates with them and he would kill them. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a real thing. And he ended up getting caught. He, I don't know how many women he killed and tortured and killed, but he ended up getting caught and he's in prison now, but they made a movie out of it on a lifetime. That was a real thing. He made these, he made this profile and uh, you could probably Google it. Yeah, uh-huh. but that's that's real. And then do you know how many guys, like especially on dating sites, because I have tried the dating sites and they 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 the for me. It's but the there devil. are so many guys who who lie. They post fake pictures, um, <laughs> just all kind of stuff. I had a guy post a picture that was in a magazine. What? Like, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> what? Terrible. You got the best stories. Terrible. You got cat catfishing. Girl, but let me tell you what I did, because I knew something was up with him. Like, I knew it. He was, <laughs> stuff he was saying wasn't making sense. Wasn't right. making sense at all. So, like, I was like, let me, um, oh, because this is what happened. He had one picture, and it was like a side profile. So, what I did know about him, I was living in Florida at the time. He was living in Florida also. He was living in a different city that was like two or three hours away if you drive. And so he was a um, podiatrist, and he told me he went to medical school at some school in Miami, forgot the name of it, and he only had the one picture, but it was a side profile. I think I had like three or four pictures up. I feel like you need to have more than one picture to prove that you're not catfishing. You know what I mean? To just show that it's really you. I had like three or four pictures up. And so I asked him, I was like, we talked for a little bit, but then he started saying weird things, and I was like, oh, something's up with him. And so I was like, hey, I was like, you only have one picture up. I was like, can you send me another picture? I was like, if you don't want to post another picture, that's cool. I'm like, here's my email. I want to give him my phone number. I'm like, here's my email. And he was like, well, I can't right now because I just got a new phone and I don't have any pictures on my new phone. And I was like, oh, okay, but well, I bet your new phone has a camera. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? Uh, and so this was right. like on a Wednesday night we were having this conversation. So he tells me, he was like, yeah, but I don't want to take a picture right now. He was like, I'll send you one on Sunday after church when I'm dressed up. And That's I was like, so we got to wait all the way till Sunday. I was like, something's up. So I used it. He gave me his email and he was like, why don't you send me some more pictures? though?" So I was like, I bet you this is his real email. So I took his email and did a search with his email. And from that, I found out everything about him. Okay, I used so what did email you, how did you, tell us how you did it. So I put his email address into Google. And when I did that, a Craigslist ad came up for a guy oh. that was selling <laughs> a guy that was selling like frogs or something. And he had told me in a previous conversation he had a pet frog. So I was like, Oh, this has gotta be him. He probably meets frogs and sells them, whatever. And then I went to the next thing that popped up and it was an article from the medical school in Miami they told me he graduated from. They were doing an article on him as an alumni, and they were saying, this is our alumni. He's currently a podiatrist in blah, 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 city, Florida. And I was like, oh, it's totally him. And then they had a picture of him in the article. And I was like, oh, this is what this Negro really looks like. <laughs> how, how, how far was it from the picture that he had? How off was it? Right. Just, oh, my God, all the way off. So the picture he used, looked like a man that was probably about 30 and he told me he was 30 or whatever we were like the same age at the time and he was really like in his late 40s um he looked terrible he looked terrible 
And so it gave me his cool name. It gave me his first and last name in the article that they did on him, his, his, his um, medical school that he went to. Um, first and last name. So I sent him a message on the dating site, and I said, dear first and last name, but he knows I know who he is because he didn't tell me his real name. And I told him, I told him everything that I had found out about him. I was like, I know that you are 49 years old. I know this. I know that. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, you were very untruthful. You were catfishing me. I was like, you're a terrible person. And I went on and on and on. And I said, no need to respond to this message. You've already been blocked. We're good. Mm-hmm. Terrible. So you never know if he tried to respond. Do you still have that no, I don't need to know. I don't know. Dang. Oh, no, but it was it was so. I mean, girl, it was a totally different person, and I've seen that picture in a magazine since. It's like he, the person who's in the picture is clearly a professional model because he's now a magazine. Oh, he is. Yeah, online. like girl, because that's yeah. the bar too high too. You exactly. know what I mean? Hey, Stubb, can, can, can I say he this? He broke the bar. Okay. Hey, Stubb, you know you got to be off because you know at some point. The person's going to really have to meet you. Right. But I guess that's the whole thing about catfishing, right? I watched the show a few times. They don't, I don't think. They don't intend on really meeting you. I guess, yeah. That, that's the real, that's even worse, right? Yeah. Man, that's So wild. you're wasting somebody's time. Like, but, so, in the show, I watched the show too. I freaking love the show because it's hilarious. But in the show, these people have been communicating for like years sometimes. Like, I feel like I could not go that long without ever seeing you. Because at some point, I'm going to be like, you're catfishing me. You know what I mean? Like, right. if you never want to see me, we can never, like, video chat or we can never meet up in person. You're catfishing me. Like, I couldn't go two years that we've been talking on the phone. Like, nah, I'm good. Like, I, I know something's up after, I don't know. Most men, most men I've noticed on the dating sites, they want to see you right away. They're like, right. hey, can we video chat? And I get and it. You, you want to make sure I'm who I, who I am who I say yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, right. and, and men are so very physical. They want to see us. They want to, they want mm-hmm. to know like, what we look like. Right. So I'm like, any man that isn't anxious to see you, my content's up there. I agree. Y'all got 90 day rules? You want to know? Mm, I don't have any rules. I go by my own right. comfort. Like, right. Okay. You can either make me feel comfortable or not. You know, sometimes I get all the bad vibes, and I'm like, mm-mm. No, this is a no-go. What's the right. bad vibe? You kiss him, and then he's just blowing your phone up the next day a hundred times. <laughs> You're like, oh, whoa. <laughs> Ain't going to give you no head. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> inconsistencies. You know what I mean? Like, right. guys that are inconsistent. Right. Oh, I feel like number one. Something's up there. Something's up there. Like, I'm good. I don't know what kind of games you're playing, but I don't want to be involved in them. So the inconsistencies are always, like, big. Um, I agree with that. You got to sweat me a little bit. I mean, yeah. just a little. I mean, you need to make me feel, I need to feel wanted. I need to feel like you want me. Yeah. I don't be chasing no more. I'm tired. You can't be too cool. Like, I know, to tell me, I, I know, I get it. I'm tired. I don't you know, like chasing no more. You miss more. me. You want to see me, whatever. I don't like chasing no more. I'm tired. I don't feel like it. What's it's up? It's not chasing. It's showing interest. No, yeah, I agree. I, I can do that part, but, you know, <laughs> sometimes it feels like a chase. 
<laughs> not with you. I'm just saying okay. with some women. I'm not to me. Yeah. It's a threshold. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, you just feel like, like, dude, like this one girl, one a friend of mine was trying to link me up with after my breakup, whatever. I'm like, yeah, she cute. Cool. Hook it up. Bet, you know. And I, we would text all the time, and I sent her voice messages. And this went on for about two weeks, and we talked on the phone once. And I just gave up. I'm like, I'm like you can't have an adult phone conversation. I'm, I'm good. Did you try calling her? I called her. I called her three times. That's my rule. And she was oh, always yeah. ready to text. Nice. She had that. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I feel you there. I feel you there. I, I like texting, but I also like talking on the phone. So, like, I'll text when I can't talk. Maybe I'm busy or something. Or maybe there's just, like, some funny meme I want to send to you real quick. So. But, like, when you're interested, mm-hmm. you should want to talk. You should want to, yes. like, have a, a, a verbal conversation with that person. She was cool as hell. She was cool, too. She was dope. I, I There's no shade against her. It's just me. I just... No, but that's weird to not have a phone yeah. conversation. Yeah. That's true. That is not normal. Let's, yeah, let's she, get shady against her. She probably had a whole bunch of other guys she was talking to. Right. Or she had like a creepy voice. Maybe her voice was real deep. Nah, nah. She had a nice voice, but I, it just make you think like she might have a dude. You know what I'm saying? So everybody kicking with somebody. That's, I, I'm single. Yeah, you just mean you ain't committed to the dude that's banging you. That's really what you're saying. Or he hasn't committed that to you. That is not true. <laughs> in most situations, in most situations, that is, in most situations, that's true. Not all, but most situations, and that's true. I feel true. like, yeah, that is. I, 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 I have to disagree with you. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm single, and that is I'm that. Single. Like, you could look through my phone right now and see how. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I know. I mean, I'm saying nine out of ten, not ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah, you guys are, you guys are, you guys are unicorns. You, you like, <laughs> you nice women, and you know you're different. No one, no one's ever had a one night stand. You guys are the the rare. I don't think a lot of women have one night stands. To be honest with you, yeah, they don't, just don't, don't tell don't you so either. They just don't tell you. Your girl not gonna be like girl. <laughs> The dude from no, Tinder. I like in today's day and age, though, even with like, like, like Ambrosia was saying, with like the safety level of it, too, even if someone is like just down for it, like, there's still that safety component. I, yeah, I don't uh, think I, women are always more fearful than men. There well, are some girls that do it, but. I think I they kind of know I mean, the dude. They kind of, some girls kind of know the dude, you know. You know, I just I've I have my homegirls who've just told me stories. I've just I be knowing these stories, and yeah. it's not of all women. I I, I realize right. I, I never like to say all. I just say in most situations, and for guys too. When a guy say, "Oh, I'm single," I'm just like, "No, nah, he banging somebody. It just ain't his girlfriend." You know what I'm saying? Or or it, it, or 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 is his girlfriend, but he ain't claiming her. <laughs> you know, it's... Mm, right. I think sometimes single just means single. Um, yeah, I do too. I want to believe that. I want to believe that people are honest because it's been times that mm. I've been single and I've been real single. 
You True. know what I mean? Like, right. real singles. Just not... But let's define it. Dating anybody. Let's I might talk to people on the phone and hang out, but that might be about no, it. I, I mean, I mean, you, you are know? sleeping with someone at least once a week, and it's not your boyfriend or your girlfriend. I have not slept with no. anyone since I was in a relationship. <laughs> and once we broke up, I have not slept with anyone except for my pillows and my blankets and sometimes my phone. <laughs> sometimes my phone and is in the bed with me. That's it. I had a situationship, and, yeah, that was the end of that. And I haven't been in that space, you know, as far as so you guys are then, really single right now, ago. single, single, like. Yeah. Okay. That happens. I I can see that, but I just. I think it depends on the woman's age, what she has going on, if she has time for that. Like H Dub and I are a lot alike. You know what I mean? So I see. We feel this way because obviously we're friends, and you're friends with people that are like you. So. Mm-hmm. May you know maybe it's just because we kind of are similar in that respect, but I don't. I mean, I have friends that are that are kind of the same. You know what I mean? Or I have one friend that's been dealing with a, a gentleman for years, and she she's not really. Then I don't know what they have going on, but they're not committed to each other, but they're together every week. But I wouldn't say they're, they're in denial. Still. That's what that is. Oops. Alexa, call Kyrie. Did you mean Kari? Yes. Calling Kari's mobile. That was just, I guess, supposed to be the end of our recording. <laughs> <laughs> <I> see. <laughs> 